Welcome to Creating with Camille and I have a very exciting topic for us today. I'm going to be talking about how to find your passion. Um, this is something that when I first started writing I wasn't exactly sure how to figure it out. I had thought for the longest time I wanted to be a lawyer and well look where I am two years later. So I want to explain and go into detail about how you can really find a passion of yours that you can turn into a career or something to do with art and it, it won't really feel like work because it's actually something you love. And this is really a lesson I wish I had known two years ago so I could have started my career earlier but you know <laughs> time lost but better now than never you know. So I want to start off by saying your passion isn't always what you think it is. So think of something that gives you energy and excites you. Do you have that in mind? Are you sure it's the thing that causes that joy in your heart? Well, what do you find that you do a ton of in your free time? And it's not something that you may always find out until later. Is there something that really drives you when you get up in the morning? Is there something you're excited to do when you come home from school or from work? Do you have something in mind or do you have no clue? Don't worry, we'll talk you through it. <laughs> so I believe we've all been in quarantine for a while with more spare time than usual, or at least I've had more spare time at the moment than usual. So have you found that you've been gravitating towards certain things in particular recently that you never had time to do before? Are there certain things that you're doing now in quarantine that you've probably just wanted to do before but never had the chance or if you want it's a stressful time and just watching tv and vegging out is totally cool too because this time when it's pretty isolating I would say it's very important to focus on your mental health first and then put everything else kind of in a line after that so this might be a great conversation for some of us to have later um, when we might be feeling a little bit better or we can listen to it now and then deal with it as it goes. So another thing is how I found my passion. So I've been writing professionally for over six years now. And when I say that, I mean I've been interning. I was writing. I was publishing books now. But I really just started at a college magazine. Nothing fancy. And I wasn't even working in editorial. It's crazy. I was working in the business side. Um, and then from there I realized looking at everyone on the other side of the staff, oh, I kind of wish I was on that side. So I really thought, oh, I'm going to start this great career in law and it's going to be based in economics and finance because I was just looking stupidly enough, like thinking, oh, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing because this is what makes money and this is what people do who graduate from college <laughs> people do what they want and that makes their careers that much cooler I think not like silly like a 19 year old me thinking oh this is what I'm supposed to do and I'm supposed to go to law school or I'm supposed to work in finance and follow in my my footsteps or whatever and it's just it didn't work out that way but so what really kind of diverted myself onto this new path was an internship and it was for Los Angeles Confidential Magazine and then I just realized wow like I really 
I'm really having a good time writing these things and working on these interviews in the background, interviewing these celebrities. And it was really a very hands-on internship. And I am most grateful that they trusted me enough because it was a lot of work and it really taught me how much I could push myself and how much they believed in me. And it was amazing to have that much trust from a company. It was, it's pretty big. And from there, I was lucky enough to just kind of grow that career. But that, that internship, that little bit of exploration in my life really got that fire in my belly, that curiosity in a direction that I had not really considered before because I was listening more to, I'd say, what is expected of me than what I wanted of myself. So that was very interesting. So then I had this life crisis. I don't know. It's not eh, 20. You don't really have a real life crisis. But I had this moment where I was like, all right, I got to settle down. Like I, I had just got rid of a job that I wasn't pleased about. And I, I was like, all right, I really have to focus on my next move and figure it out. So I heard this from a friend and I was like, oh, I'm not sure if this is going to work for myself, but I'm going to try. So <laughs> I sat down with a bottle of wine and I just wrote out a list of things that make me happy. And by like the third glass, I, it was flowing. The uh, ideas were coming and I felt so much more like focused on that list. That list was pretty darn long, actually. I, I had a flair for writing in like a flow and it just really keeps going after I've began. And that was very evident in this list. Uh, so I wrote until the page is flow, full, sorry, the page was full front and back. And then the next day, I came back to that list and I circled the ideas that related to each other in different colored pens. So I had like three or four different colored um, innuendos on that page so I could figure out easily, like from a visual perspective, what were common themes that I had written out the night before. And I realized most of the things I liked to do related to helping people or writing and reading. So that told me, once I had more of a morning lens on this scribbly list, that I'm more service-driven than I had initially thought. I had also expressed a strong interest in creativity, which I honestly didn't feel that I was super creative in my life until then. So that really got me thinking. And it kind of gave me the information that I wasn't really in these previous roles doing my passion, doing myself the service that I needed to make other people's lives and my own life richer. So that kind of led me to spend more time alone. And so usually I love to drive to the beach and write from there. Currently, that's not really an option, but that is my go-to on a, I wouldn't say normal, because we never really had a great normal, but on a more typical time, I would go to the beach and write from there. I'm not a huge writer in coffee shops. I'm Don't really get me wrong, like when I was in college, I always was in the library coffee shop and doing work, but you know, I realized that I was there mostly for social and like chatting and I worked there because it gave me the energy, because I'm much more extroverted, I realize, in tendencies. People, being around people, gives me energy and keeps me motivated and keeps me accountable. 
because I need to have that line of progression because I realize, oh, like friends come and go when they're checking in and I have to be like honest with them, like, oh, this is where I am in this project. Oh yeah, since you last came and got your last coffee this morning, I, I moved like two inches on this page. Like that's, that's just not possible. So they kept me accountable, but it also is not where I'm most creative because I'm being constantly interrupted in coffee shops and things like that. So I really try and spend time alone to get my best ideas. And for a lot of us, I realize that's not super easy because we have lives, we are students, we are uh, people's co-workers, we're mothers. Uh, priorities that really kind of supersede the concept of fighting your passion because you feel like you have these ties or these mm, realities that are very much a part of another person's. But I really do encourage, if you have the ability to spend time alone to do it, trying to get used to yourself, reach into those little corners of your heart and your mind that you don't always have access to on a typical day. And get acquainted with them. Uh, because no one should know you better than you know yourself. And I know that sounds super preachy and blah blah, but it's honestly true. You really have to get acquainted with yourself as an artist, as a writer, to be able to write from inside of your heart, to put it on paper, to put it on canvas, to make it something you can show other people and they'll be like, oh, like this is, this is more of like she's telling me a story. She's telling me who she is because she knows already who she is because you spent that time alone already to know who you are and get those ideas. So that's another thing I recommend is A, writing that list, if you don't need that bottle of wine, don't do it. Just order takeout, you know, something that's a treat, something that gets you out of your usual routine to write that list. And then also spend that time alone to find your passion. Get acquainted with yourself to find who you are and what you like. And ask someone you know. So I would say get a secondhand view of what drives you by talking to someone who knows you. So ask a family member, a best friend, your significant other. Oh, it might be an interesting conversation, but I really recommend it. Try and see yourself from the outside in. Ask people, what do I like? What are my passions? What do you know that drives me? And don't lead the questions in any way. You know, you don't want to be like, what drives me in business? No, 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 leave it open. What drives me? What makes me happy? And spend some time on that conversation. Maybe when we all can, invite someone to lunch and have that conversation. Invite them to coffee and try and like just get a feel about what your passions are. It doesn't have to be all about that for that lunch. I mean, obviously you want to catch up with them. I assume we all will have a lot to talk about after this time in history. But that should be a question or a few questions in the conversation if you want to help find your passion. This is a third exercise I would recommend. And then kind of a fourth thing would be try new skills. So enroll in an online class about a topic or subject that you've always been curious about. Uh, for most people, this is a really perfect time. If you've ever wanted to learn a new language or play a new instrument, Take some time to work with yourself on cultivating a new skill or talent. This is honestly the best way to, to kind of just weed out passions from interests and curiosities, which all kind of could be the same thing and have the potential to be if you 
really learn and spend some time on it. So feed that creativity. It's really important to always keep learning, especially as an artist, in order to keep your craft at the highest level that it can be. I'm a firm believer that artists especially really need to keep learning, to keep being at that higher level of self and the higher level of craft, which really kind of goes hand in hand, but it has a tendency to disappear at times when it's not worked upon. And then another is try a side job. Um, I know for a lot of us, we work full time. We have things that take our attention away, whether that be being a full-time student, a full-time mother, a full-time whatever it is, you know, it's just finding that passion might not always be the thing you can devote in a whole day to or devote a whole whatever amount of time to. So just find something you enjoy doing in your spare time. And it's difficult for us to do that, I know, but just just find that time. And it even if it's only like what, five or ten minutes a day, it really does add up when you're doing that week after week, day after day, when it comes to improving yourself overall. And it's beneficial to have something to work and focus upon that is separate from your daily work routine in order to diversify your thoughts. So if you say work full-time as an accountant, but you really love to knit or you really love to do something with your hands like create crafts, then you can learn a new technique on knitting through videos and those videos don't have to be long. They could just be like 10 or 15 minutes to learn something new. But you've added to your skill set with those 15 minutes and it's something you love. You love to knit, but you're a full-time accountant. Now you have a new skill in knitting and you can build that into your repertoire. You could do new skills that might make it something more enjoyable for you that you can use in the future. So everything you do, it, I realize with the passion that you have in your heart, it's important to realize and explore it and just not like put it down in your, say, put it away in a box and like pick it out every once in a while when you have time. If you really want to work with your something that drives you, something that doesn't feel like a task, use your ideas that you have, use the stuff that you're drawn to originally and explore them. And that's really the only way you're going to be able to know if this is a passion or a hobby or something you like to do just to diversify your day. But when you figure that out, it's going to be so much easier to, to make this content, to make things from your heart because you've learned it. You've mastered what's inside of your soul for the most part when you've become comfortable with yourself. So let's recap. Uh, number one. I would say is be comfortable with yourself, explore, spend that time alone. Um, that would be the most important because you really have to understand yourself to create something, um, or or not. I mean, that art can be just as cool, but I I don't recommend that path. Um, secondly, write a list, um, and then come back in the morning and see, and circle commonalities, circle those common themes. Uh, number three, ask someone who knows you. Get that outside perspective. Maybe one or two people. I mean, it always helps, right? And then the, the I think the other one would just be feed that passion. Um, keep learning. Uh, keep having a day that's different from the last one. And that really grows not only your mental capabilities, 
but also something inside of your heart and your soul just by making things less monotonous I think it's just better all around and if you want to find out more of my lessons that I've learned so far click for the next episode of creating with Camille I think next week we'll have a very good episode I mean personal opinion and bias of course <laughs>